Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1990s anime. Classic 1992 anime, Sailor Moon. Talk about why we love it so much. I, I stumbled a bit there because I did say every week, which is demonstrably not true. Yeah, maybe. This is, this is going to be two weeks in a row, I think. Yeah, theoretically, the the last week's episode has not yet come out, so uh, we shall see what happens. I was gently reminded when I asked questions about it, and I was like, oh yeah, you idiot. <laughs> I, I just said, oh, that Aww. episode hasn't come out yet. I want to make, I wanna make <laughs> that clear. I'm the one that called myself Chris. an idiot. I won't I, I put that you. on you. <laughs> uh, as you can hear, our guest this week is back from last week's episode, Diana Restrepo is here to watch episode 174 of Sailor Stars with us. Good evening. And buddy, is it a weird one? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, it has been a hot minute since I have had to stop an episode of Sailor Moon and rewind it and make sure I, I heard the thing I think I just heard. Oh, because you're listening to the dub. Right, right, right. Yes. I was like, wait, what? I mean... <laughs> It it would it would also be I would also have to uh, rewind it to read what I just read. I did actually stop this episode and rewind it to read something, but it wasn't dialogue. <laughs> I think I think we're talking about the same uh, screenshot, and I went what? <laughs> uh, you two are talking about the same thing. I am yes. talking about the uh, the attack name. Oh, yeah. that we get in this oh, episode. Oh, I remember, knew that was coming. Remember, yeah, yeah, remember yeah. last week when I said. Reproductive organs might be involved. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it's not that I thought you were lying to me. It's just that I, it wasn't what I expected. No. <laughs> hey, it was uh, very but, gentle. <laughs> but before we get into that, I think we need to do a little bit of talking. Uh, Dana, do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? And preparing for hopefully having a development. Does that count? Yes. Uh, yes, I'm finally going to be able to make it to Boston Comic Con, or I'm sorry, Fan Expo now. Apparently oh. they can't use the Comic Con name anymore. On Saturday, and it's right after payday. And um, um, I am hoping to have a haul of Sailor Moon-like pieces of merchandise. That's this so, weekend as we record it, right? Yes, that's on this coming Saturday. So, so, so uh, when people hear this, you'll have already gone and, uh, and hopefully yes, got this haul. Probably be very, very broke, but very happy, which is my goal in life. Can't take it with you unless, you know, you're buried with all your Sailor Moon um, merchandise, which I plan to. Even then, grave robbers will find it and take it. That's true. As I have always said, what I really want is for all of my podcast co-hosts to be entombed alive with me. Ah, not the guest, right? The podcast though, right? is over. I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> no, you're already you're already a co-host. You can't get out of this. You quit. You're still it. getting hunted down and mummified. Uh, 
this again. <laughs> You're pot committed. Where are you getting uh, entombed? Uh, you know, a pyramid. No, no, but like where? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't worked that out yet. I just want to make sure that everyone is thrown alive into my grave behind me. All right, I'm, all. I'm confident you're not going to buy the land for this pyramid, so I'm all right. Just go to Vegas, die in the basement of the Luxor. Pyramid's already there. <laughs> just, you know, try to hide behind the walls. You'll be good. I'm going to get it on the cheap from Nicolas Cage, who already has his uh, pyramid built in New Orleans. Oh, is that true? And he, is, he, he does have money problems. He probably rent you a space for like a buck. Wow. Yeah, do, you not, do you not know about Nicolas Cage's uh, pyramid tomb? I don't. Jordan? No. I am delighted to be the one to tell you about this. Yeah, he has a tomb that is a pyramid in New Orleans. Like, how big? I mean... Not like not like Giza big, okay. But you know, like like maybe like SUV big. <laughs> okay, so it's it's like a a little. Well, what are those called? It's like a mausoleum in the shape of a pyramid. Yeah, a little mausoleum, but it's a pyramid shape instead of a square. Yeah. Okay, that's not unreasonable. It, it, <laughs> it's isn't it though? It's a no. little unreasonable. If you're gonna have a mausoleum, who cares if it's a pyramid? <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. Uh, Jordan, do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? I have. I have one, which is not. I mean, it's not huge, but I was asked um, in an interview recently if I could cross over the X Men with any property ever. What would it be? And I did say Sailor Moon, of course. And it made me. I, I said a little bit because I was. I was thinking about specifically what would it be like to team up the the inner century with the original five x-men and i don't i don't think we've already talked about that idea have we i don't think so because i th those are those are my that's like my least favorite x-men roster all right so. but but still you can understand why because they're teenagers yeah because there's five of them you and got it. they're teenagers. teenagers exactly so i was kind of like well usagi and bobby i feel like would totally get along okay I think that who did I, what else did I say? Usagi and Bobby. Oh, um, Mina would swoon, swoon over Warren, for sure. Uh, who else? Is <laughs> oh, Ami and Beast, obviously hanging out and doing math. Clearly, uh, Jupiter would and Cyclops would talk talk about like what it takes to be tough. Would, sorry, would that be like the furry science? Would that be their uh, couple name? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, hang on, hang on, uh, Deanna. Great question, yeah. Jordan. You think like toughness is Cyclops's or, or like break? no, but like uh, you know, um, resilient. Whininess. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, whininess. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. It's a harsh world out there. <laughs> and then uh, Gene and, and Ray would talk about uh, being psychic, and uh, and Gene would be like, "Oh man, it's so cool that you have fire powers. I wish I had fire powers." <laughs> do you think uh, it would be? Do you think? the original five X-Men would be better if Warren had like a transformation sequence, like eternal sailor moon where his wings came out. Um, what if he had butt like wings? That. Like that'd be, oh, that'd be awful. What if, what if, okay. What if, what if like regular angel had like regular wings, but then Archangel had like metal butt wings that shot out neurotoxin. <laughs> no, that's terrible. I want beast to have a sailor moon style transformation when he goes from flesh to, to furry. <laughs> He drinks that serum and then he like spins around and floats in the air. It's gonna be great. This has got to be a, a real record for going off the rails. You asked Sailor Moon developments. This is a thing I talked about publicly. Anyway, do you have a Sailor Moon development? Nope. 
All right. No, you didn't get any Sailor Moon stuff for your birthday. I did not get any Sailor Moon stuff for my birthday. I did get a uh, a planter for a succulent that is shaped like Bulbasaur, which is pretty <gasps> exciting for me. Oh. Uh, and I actually got that from uh, from I believe listeners of this show, uh, Chadwick and Krista, Krista who was uh, on Xena Warrior Business. Oh, so wow! Thank you to them for getting me that. I love it, and I am going to go buy a succulent this weekend and uh, and put it in there and have myself a little Bulbasaur. So that's that's as close as I got. Oh, I also had ice cream cake for the first time, which seems like a very Sailor Moon ish thing to do for the first time ever. Yeah, I'd never had ice cream cake. Before. What did you think? I mean, it's it's huh? basically just ice cream. <laughs> but, but it has cookie pieces. Yeah, it's cookie yeah, pieces. No, I mean, it was on. good. It's oh, good. wait, was it from Carvel? No, I we don't have that here. Oh. Carvel is very like New York North, area. Northeast, yeah. yeah. Well, Connecticut was where I had it most, but I, I was hoping that you had a cookie puss, but apparently you did not. No, I got it from Dairy Queen. Okay. All right. Well, cool. congratulations on your first ice cream cake. <laughs> congratulations. Well yeah. done. Oh, also, I didn't mention this in the interview, but I just realized both cats could sit on Sailor, on uh, Professor X's lap, and that would be delightful. I was sure you were going to say head. No, but that's, you know what? It works. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, what do you say we go ahead and head into the episode? All right. <laughs> there we go. Chris, where did you get that drop of astronomical figures? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I bored everyone by playing that. Just someone reading off some uh, astronomical figures. Columbia uh, University. This week, we are watching episode 173. Or no, I'm sorry, 174 of Sailor Stars, which is called A School Storm. Transfer students are idols. Uh, it was written by Kazuhiko Kobe, directed by Hirume Kosaka, who you may know from uh, several important episodes. Uh, she uh, directed the first appearances of The Silver Crystal, Princess Serenity, The Moonlight Knight, and Diana, and the final episode of S. Wow. Yeah. Some, some of those are bigger than others, but that's fascinating. Wow. And uh, the animation director for this week's episode was the soldier of love, Minako Ito. No, that is not... That is not accurate. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> but had this episode been brought over in the early 1990s by our pals at Deke or Cloverway, I feel like they would not have called it a school storm transfer students or idols. Uh, but I am unsure what they would have called it. Jordan, do you have a suggestion? Um, how about club kids? Yeah, that's nice. Club kids isn't bad. Yeah, that's the look. That's the best one you've done so far this season. Yeah, I'll take it. And he came prepared. <laughs> no, I just thought of that just now, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm more impressed. I'm even more impressed. <laughs> what What about you? Uh, Deanna, what do you think? Um, this one wasn't as fun as the last one, but I thought maybe Teen Idols Tackle School, because Daya gets tackled. And That's school. a pretty good one. Mm -hmm. I thought about, like, Foot Brawl, because oh. that, like, you know, because the monster... But uh, I really think Star Students would be a good oh, one. Oh, that's, that's uh, pretty good. That's good. You guys you guys really nailed it this time. Yeah, it's, that's a weird talent that I have. <laughs> <laughs> 
Someone, someone bring back bad dubs and hire me, please. Okay. Or build a time machine and send you over to the 90s. Oh, yeah, the 90s before the internet came along and ruined everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, in Japan, they were able to reach out to the United States and get astronomical figures on the internet, so. That's true. They did get those <laughs> astronomical figures. We <laughs> uh, just played the entire song no. while we were talking. No. No, I don't want to get sued by Kenny Loggins. He's got Footloose money. Oh, he, he, he he's still around? Oh, yeah. He was oh, yeah. on Archer singing that song. So, this week's episode, we we open with Usagi writing a letter to Memru. Wait, isn't yes. there something we're supposed to do? Or Is there something we're supposed to do? Oh, no, I guess I just feel weird because we didn't hear the actual <laughs> opening song ever. You, would, will you feel better <laughs> if I play the opening song instead of just yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> It, it works it's it's perfect yeah someone if, if anyone out there has like mashup talent uh <laughs> i'm sure it would be terrible but uh but yes if you if, if the the mood strikes you if the spirit moves you uh so we open with usagi writing a letter to memory because memory was gone never gonna come back uh-huh. yeah man uh his plane exploded flashed white light i don't know something First of many letters that will go unanswered for poor Usagi. His star seed went out. His seed was taken. Oh. Forcibly. Yeah, but that was a couple episodes ago. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I hate, <laughs> I hate it. I couldn't not say it. So, uh, the episode starts with Usagi staring at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> She's a very bright girl. then she writes this letter to memory kind of giving him a recap of this season that essentially has been going on for one episode (laughs) yes yes is is pretty great then all her friends decide to read her letter to her fiance over her shoulder and dunk on her for being stupid i know yeah she obviously like did you forget all the all the characters that we learned for her exams, she's still writing in uh, in what do you call it? Hiragana. Yeah, hiragana. Yes. She only yeah. writes in hiragana. And again, they all know she does that when she's queen of the universe too. So I don't know why they're shocked. <laughs> they're all just jealous. They're just being jealous of her true love. Yeah, everybody's real mean about Usagi's writing. They do not uh, stop to acknowledge the fact that she draws a perfect heart at the end of this letter. Freehand, too. Does yeah. she really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's how she signs her letter. She dr- she signs it, you're Usako, with a little heart. Oh, It's so cute. Yeah, they're, 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 listen, as always, they're mean to her. Yeah. I mean, you can't talk. You're pretty mean about her relationship as it is. Me? Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. About <laughs> her relationship with Mamo. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I mean, <laughs> he's 45 years old, Jordan. Oh, he's 45 years old right now. And again, how old is Yusagi right now? I mean, she would be 40 today. 
Well, she would be, yeah, she'd be 40. She'd be 40. No, you said older. Last time you said 41, well, I think. 78. So she'd be turning 41. No, I guess she would have just turned 41. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was literally confusing it with my sister who also <laughs> turns 41 this year, but in September. So, so they're four years apart. For 40 year olds, that's a totally irrelevant figure. Yeah, but for like a fourteen-year-old, it is not. Yeah, but is, you're talking about him as forty-five, so it'll work out. It's fine. We don't have to think about it anymore. Jordan, it is very weird that this is the hill you're prepared to die on. I'm not dying ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will live forever in my tomb. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. Um. So. So. Um. What were we talking about? Their relationship, yes. Uh, he's dead, so there we go. The end. Yeah. yeah. So we cut to Makoto performing an incredible feat of strength. She is javelining the shit out of this new school. Yes. Uh, and there is a four-foot child who is very impressed. Yes, I was like, is she on her knees? <laughs> is she doing like the tippy-toes thing where she's just on her knees? <laughs> That is just monstrously different. I think she's just four feet tall. Like that's because again, as we know, how tall is Jupiter? Five uh, six. It's five six. Just like me, five six. It's yeah. not that big. Oh, Deanna, I didn't so, know that you were a towering giant. I am like actually it's funny because I have a uh, Hispanic family, so I am the tallest woman in my family. So I feel a little Makoto-ish that way. Nice. Uh, but in the U.S., it is not um, that big. This kid is at least a foot shorter than her, and I would not be shocked if it was a foot and a half. So this kid is like in the range of four feet tall. Yeah, but like if you yeah, if you look at it, like her knees have to be on Makoto's ankles, and I don't know how that works. Like if you look at the proportions, they don't yeah. work out. Yeah, there's a little there's a little drawing trick that uh that I've seen people employ in in the world of comic books, where if you have like uh people on different like planes like like close to the viewer far away from the viewer a good trick is to put their knees on the same level like you can draw a straight line through everybody's knees that is not what's happening here <laughs> makoto Ew. is standing on a box uh yeah i mean her knees appear to be at like crotch what? level on this yes. person yeah this woman has like little tiny baby legs <laughs> We don't get a full body shot, so we don't actually know. <laughs> well, that, that's headcanon now. <laughs> She's also very keen on getting Makoto to join the track and field team. Obviously. Uh, for some reason, Makoto doesn't want to do it, though. I guess because it would interfere with her, like, baking time. Yeah, she wants to join Cooking Club. I, here's the question I have, is why does Makoto go to javelin doing throwing? That's right, javelin doing throwing. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can't wait till next year to see javelin doing throwing in the Olympics. You better believe it. If they don't call it that, they're traitors. Traitors to whom? Me. They're not being loyal to me. You're scaring me. <laughs> no, listen. My question is clearly uh, uh, spoilers. This is a montage where we see all the girls going to different clubs. Why did Makoto go to the track and field club? Instead of the cooking club, if she wants to join the cooking club. She is a people pleaser. They just went, hey, come throw the stick. And she was like, okay, I'll throw the <laughs> stick. throw the stick. <laughs> the sharp pointy stick. And she was like, okay, but I won't join your club. 
Oh wait, join my club. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of assumed that Makoto like saw the javelin laying on the ground and she just like picked it up and and this is how she was trying to put it back where it goes. <laughs> yeah. It was being helpful. Cleaning. She she likes tidying up, so that makes sense. Well, the good news is she does, as you said, she does agree to create great memories of their youth uh, with the uh, with the track team. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, at Computer Club, uh, Ami, <laughs> oh my god, uh, astronautics data from all the way in Columbia University yeah. in the United States of America, and these are are pretty this is pretty incredible information that I guess is used for uh, like NASA. Or, or or maybe Top Gun? <laughs> that's kind of yeah. that's aeronautics. That's close. That's definitely aeronautics data, right? Well, I, I would think, listen, NASA is like, we're trying to chart a course to the danger zone. How do we get there? <laughs> and they did a study and they found that you take the highway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, according to this, it's a very simple process, Jordan. According to this data that uh, I have paused here on Hulu, uh, you gotta you gotta start by revving up your engine, listen to her howl and roar. Sure. Metal under tension, begging you to touch. Yeah. And highway to the danger zone, right into the danger zone. Uh, once again, Ami has printed off. <laughs> uh, do you think Ami's doing this on purpose because no one else speaks English? I mean, they do then go on very specifically to be like, ooh, we can't understand it. And yeah. she's like, oh, you need me to translate? So or, she could yeah. just be fucking with these kids. Or she fat-fingered her hacking and she actually like broke into somebody's like live journal. And like she's actually just printing like old lyrics when they were um, feeling really pumped up. And she's like, oh, yeah, this looks like Columbia University. No, it isn't. <laughs> I was so weirded out when I read it. I was like, what is that? And I had to Google it because I am not a Kenny Loggins um, connoisseur. And then I Wait, was like, you don't know the song Danger Zone? I mean, I know of it, but if like, if you, if I hear it, I know it, but if I'm reading the lyrics, I'm not like, oh yeah, that is that famous Kenny Loggins song that I grew up with wow. in my South American country. Okay. That's fair. Out of my way. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, this does not look like science. <laughs> and I was correct. It's it's the sweetest science of all. Uh, no, that's punching. Yes. <laughs> the no, that's, just, that's just a sweet science. Uh, no, I thought it was the sweet science. Mm, no, you might want to check that again. Okay, all right. You, you, it, it, once it was peer-reviewed, it was reduced to just a sweet science. <laughs> Boy, you can really tell it's late, can't you? <laughs> We should all be in bed. No. Um, all uh, right. So Ami's at computer club. Fucking with these kids. Yeah, fucking with these kids. Minako is doing some volleyball because we know that that is her first love. Um, I have a question. Yes. yes. Why is Mina allowed to do volleyball again? Uh, I mean, can, can anybody just join the club? Right. But we did a whole episode about how she was not allowed to do volleyball because she had to take her sailor business seriously. And... It was breaking her heart because she missed it so much. Well, she's in high school now. Yeah. Right. That, you know what? That's exactly <laughs> what my wife said. And I went, so what? Yeah. You know, the she's, rules she's in high school now, Jordan. Yes. <sighs> well, they don't think they have a new enemy. 
So I uh, guess wait, yes, they do from last episode. No, they the Senshi don't know. Only Usagi knows. She didn't she hasn't know. told them. Oh, did she just think that to herself about them? She all being... has not told them. Yeah. And in fact has a conversation with Luna in this episode about how she's going to tell them that there are new Sailor Guardians and a new enemy. I, th- I thought, honestly, I thought she was just talking about how they didn't really understand yeah. like, uh, how weird it was. Because I, 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 I thought, I guess, again, I remember her saying the lines, but I guess she was just thinking the lines last episode about. Yeah, I think she was just talking to herself before they arrived. That's why I was like, wouldn't this be something important for you to like say? Yes. Yes is the answer. Yes. We get a flashback to the events of last episode. The very confusing events of last episode. There's a lot of like. Well, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You, you, I just want to mention that you, Luna does tell Yusagi, like, are you going to join a club? And she says no, because she wants to join. What is it she wants to join? She wants to join a club that is uh, super fun, that has club guys, uh, where she can sing and dance, where they have lots of pastries, lots of handsome guys, and they take a trip to America. And uh, there isn't one like that. I mean, that does sound ideal. That sounds like a good club. What would you call that club? Fun Club. Oh, all right. I'm in. (laughs) Like the Nintendo Fun Club? Oh, I'm less in. I don't play video games anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's it's because you're you're old, Jordan. You've lost it. You've lost the love. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of old people who play video games. (laughs) Yeah, but old fun people. (laughs) Oh, wow. For instance. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Alas, Fun Club does not uh does not exist. And so uh Usagi cannot pad out her college application. Nope. That would be great. Um but we do get a lot of flashbacks. It's a weird flashback too, because it's a silent flashback where you hear the sound effects of everything that's happening on screen, except you also see the characters on screen talking and they aren't saying anything. <laughs> yeah. There is also background music, so it's not like just having sound effects would be the weirdest thing in the world. And this is not not weird, but there is background music. It is weird, though. Oh, it's very weird. Um, yeah, this is the scene you're talking about where they're like, it's, yeah, it's super weird. Then we get, Chris, I really want to know your take on this scene. So tell me about the next scene. <laughs> uh, well, Soggy's walking around and uh, this is Saya, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saya's coming around the corner and he bumps into Usagi and just flattens her. And uh, then he's like, oh, it's you, Bunhead. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's season one reloaded. Yeah, it is. It, it is almost exactly season one. But we we get like a, a nice little dynamic here, which is that Usagi does not know about or care about the three lights, unlike everyone else, as we'll see in a minute. Yeah, and and Luna, if you see her face, she has, you know, discovered the love of a man, and she's definitely ready to try again. She's into it. She yeah. is very into it. <laughs> he is Luna's type, by which I mean a human. <laughs> I mean, you could say a tall, thin man, which is like 99% of all males in this show, so... Yeah. Well, well, and 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 don't forget, say as because I I was running, I was thinking like like obviously this is super mamachan, but it's even like double mamachan because she's like, how dare you fucking talk shit about me when you're the one who walked into me? And he was like, yeah, usually I get away with anything. And she's like, why? And he's like, because I'm so good looking. 
he's like an honest Mamo-chan. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Mamo-chan thought all that stuff, but he knew enough not to say it, there's just like, blah. <laughs> he also before he departs he pats her on the odongo which oh, is yeah. very cute oh yeah uh and calls her bunhead and usagi does not care for that he, she literally says he sucks <laughs> um so chris do you hate Seiya like you hated Mamochan? oh no um because like Seiya's in high school just like usagi god damn so. it <laughs> God damn it. It's just the age thing. I think it's a pretty big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So meanwhile, we cut to uh, Ginga TV, which is a television station that shows uh, women's wrestling and (laughs) and other programs. A bright pink building. (laughs) A bright pink building uh, that has programming consisting of women's tennis, uh, boxing, women's wrestling and football <laughs> but i think it's high school football yes based on it's what we see shortly definitely high school football and it also has and that's well that's what they that's what they work on in production unit three at the very least um which seems to have one employee <laughs> yes and this is uh nezu aka aka sailor iron mouse which i will have no trouble remembering her name because it is the same name as the child who is kidnapped and taken to the second world in the video game Shaq Fu. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> do, you know, do you want to know about Nezu in the second world? No. And how you have to go do, do Shaq Fu to get him back? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's good, and I never thought that would come up today, but Shaq Fu it is. Yeah, now you know. <laughs> and knowing is half the Shaq Fu. <laughs> so... We have a villain with a secret identity. That's super fun. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. But like, we we've seen this before. I mean, like, essentially, I guess this is the first time since The Witches Five yeah. that we've had like villains who have day jobs. Well, but that but that again, that the difference is they had day jobs, but they didn't have secret identities. Mm, well, I, no, I guess Mehmet's real name was Mehmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her name was Mehmet J. Mehmet. <laughs> And she shortened it to Mehmet when she was doing her professional evil work. So, yeah, Sailor Iron Mouse. And apparently she actually wears that gangster outfit just casually all the time. All the time. It's a look. Oh, yeah. Uh, She also wears sunglasses while doing video editing, which I think is probably a bad idea. It's fine. She's looking over them. No, no, no. These are her lurking sunglasses. Have either of you ever watched uh, Westworld? Uh, Season one. The movie. (laughs) Does it, Jordan, did it drive you bananas that Jeffrey Wright never actually looks through his lenses of his glasses? <laughs> they must be reading glasses, right? He's wearing them all the time. Because he reads a lot. <laughs> okay, to be ready in case a book jumps in front of him at any moment. It, it could happen. So uh, Nezu goes to uh, a disused elevator and takes it to the second world. Uh, just like in Shaq Fu, where oh. she meets up with our extremely good villain. Oh, I think. But, but, but I also do. I'm sorry. I want to mention that there's like 50,000 notes on the wall that we can't read in this in this production place. Like, uh, I think I know what they say. Oh, tell us. Oh. <laughs> 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 
this was the best idea ever. Does she take the elevator to the danger zone? Is that what happens here? <laughs> yes, she well, Jordan, you know that a lot of very important things happen in elevators in that's, this show. That's true. That's canon. She emerges from the mystic elevator as uh, Sailor Iron Mouse. Just, I still am shocked that that's real. And she's so fluffy. This, she's, she's a tail. Like a, yeah, it's the fluffiest Sailor outfit ever. Yeah, I mean, I've pet her. I've been on the internet for a while. I've seen this sort uh, of thing before. Uh, uh, a human mouse lady? Yes. <laughs> Name one. No, that's the most innocent thing you've ever said, Jordan. <laughs> oh, There's lots of mouse ladies on the internet. Uh, so then we meet, like I said, our extremely good villain, who is Galaxia. Galaxia. She has an incredible name, and uh, I love her immediately Great. that's awesome their secret identities are not very good because nesu is actually means mouse and oh. inga tv literally means galaxy tv <laughs> so love it yeah they're, they're very on the nose they, they know people in tokyo just they're they're not very bright this is the love fifth it. time they've gone through this they can just do whatever Deanna, how would you describe Galaxia's look? Oh. Because I I find it difficult to put into words, but I love it. It is a like a gladiator, and a senshi had a baby, and then the baby was dipped in liquid gold. Yeah, that you nailed it. Yeah, you got it. Like, there's definitely a sort of like Greek Roman aesthetic to her that I think is super fucking cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and that, she must be so comfortable though, because that outfit looks like it's made of pure metal. Yeah, how do you sit on it? Absolutely, it'd be I, awful. Being poked everywhere. I bet when she walks, it sounds like wind chimes. Oh, or you know, swords clanging against each or other. Swords clanging, but I mean, you know, <laughs> pleasant. Galaxia goes like, "Hey, Iron Mouse, where we are? Where are we in that starseed thing that I asked you to take care of?" and She's like, I'm on it, boss. <laughs> cool. The end. Like every single villain in the show. My, and, and Devin, in watching this, was like, why do the villains always do this? Why are the villains always like, there's this one super important thing that absolutely I definitely, definitely need. Hey, you, nitwit, how, go get that for me. <laughs> And I guess most of the time there's some like reason that the bad guy can't go out and do this thing. I don't so far I don't know what that reason is for Galaxia if there is one. I really think they said her outfit is too heavy. And <laughs> he really can't get out of the throne and she's like, You go do it and I will just sit here in my fifty pounds of um armor. Yeah, my sh my sharp metal skirt is stuck to this throne, <laughs> so I need you to go get a star seed for me. Pretty much. Uh, so the next day at high school, I guess this is just Juban High, right? Mm -hmm. I believe so, yeah. Crossroads High, Crossroads. For, uh, if you're watching uh, Star Students. <laughs> uh, and the three lights are attending school. They have transferred in. And so uh, Ray Hino, who doesn't even go here, <laughs> uh, has shown up to greet them and identifies herself as fan club member number 2906. 
Yeah, this is a great bit. This is a fantastic bit. Oh, but but also she's she's also the ballsiest person there because literally every girl in school is there screaming and they walk they the the lights drive up and Ray is just like, "Yeah, I'm not afraid to just walk up to them and be like, "Hi. I don't even go to the school. Good to yeah. meet you." She's Ray Hino. <laughs> Like, shouldn't be surprised. She's the most shameless person in the show. So Ray's number 2906. Then uh, up comes uh, Makoto, who's like, I'm number 1606. Uh-huh. Then Mina jumps in front of her and says, I'm number 278. And then Ami shows up and goes, I'm Ami Mizuno. I'm number 25. <laughs> which, which I love because it's ridiculously low. But it's not so low that Ami was, like, the first person to hear about them. She was the 25th person to hear about them. Yeah. She was the 25th person to join the fan club. Amazing. She was on the BBS. And ludicrous. She was there when they were playing Tiny Little Basement shows. There was only 50 people in attendance. The tickets were $10. She was there in the ground swell (laughs) of the three mics. Yeah, the three mics. Oh God, we have to call them the three mics from now on. This is this is I, this is no my new favorite thing. I got so caught up in talking about their designs and how like how much I really like their designs last last time uh, that I forgot to talk about how much I fucking hate their microphones. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember their microphones. I just because because again that we we discovered they're all called the three lights because all of them are named light. That's true. I don't remember what are what's wrong with their light microphones. What what what? Uh, they have them. It's bonkers. <laughs> well, they're like singers. The head, what do the you head mean? Head microphones or they're like stand microphones? No, they're they're, they're like headset microphones that they have oh, because yeah. they're because they're a band. They're a boy band, yeah. When they're I, transformed into into Sailor Scouts. Oh oh oh! When they're Sailor Scouts. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant when they were on stage. No, I was like, that's yeah, fine. of course. No, it's when they're it's their microphones when they're transformed into Sailor Sinji. Well, um, they those those are his their transformation items. <laughs> are they? Yes. Okay. Oh wow! I didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah. If I, uh, if I could. I mean, I don't want to go crazy and see if I could change anything about this show, but like, listen, I like the Sailor Starlights. I think they're interesting. I want so badly to cut their fucking ponytails off. Like, I just hate them so much. So ready. Who's the tall one? Oh, you mean that the most spiky Mac forehead? <laughs> I hate him. I hate him so much. I'm sorry. He, he's yeah. the worst because he's got like the rat tail mullet it's very bad and the like, tiny little circle glasses do you see that like the ridiculous i'm john lennon glasses <laughs> his forehead and his rat tail i just i i can't i can't take them i i want to just chop off all three of their ponytails and i feel like they all will be a million times better characters without those stupid ponytails i think yatan looks fine yeah yatan looks fine. and then Seiya would just look like momo if you cut his ponytail that's fine. He would be able to apart. I'm okay with that. He was less tall than Mamo, so it's fine. Okay. Also significantly younger. So, th- <laughs> by the way, the three lights are... Okay, thank you. Not significant. Four years. Um, the three yeah, lights are... Pretty significant when you're in high school, bro. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> the, the three lights are not impressed by uh, the, the girls, including Ami. They're like, okay, this is boring. Like, we're going to go inside. And then Seiya sees Yusagi and is like, 
yo, Bunhead, hey. And she's like, go fuck yourself. She's like, and... oh, you're one of the three mics? She didn't even know? She's like, oh. Yeah, she did not know he was a mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is also, I believe, the first time that we see the three lights in their uh, school uniforms. Yes, their these... custom standout school uniforms. Yeah, these cannot be the standard Juban High uniforms. Listen, Juban High School, our famous ass <laughs> kids will come to your school, but they're not wearing your shit. They'll yeah. wear, listen, they'll wear the same clothes every day. That's fine, but it's going to look good. And here, as a just real quick, like, I, all I was thinking during this episode was like Usagi is living my high school dream, which is like early 2000s. You're in high school. You find out that like NSYNC is transferring over to your school <laughs> and like, like Justin Timberlake just has eyes for you because you're really cool and you don't fawn over him and like you don't even have to try and he falls in love with you and then you get married and have babies. Yeah, Justin Timberlake comes to school and is like, hey, dipshit, how's it going? <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, oh, he'll fall up with me because I won't fall over him. He'll think I'm cool. That was what I thought about. And then it's happening to Usagi. And I was like, go get it, girl. Go get it. <laughs> what about true love? Love is dead. I mean, love is dead. <laughs> so it's not cheating if he's dead. It's not cheating if he's dead. Yes. The, the, the widow Tsukino. <laughs> The thing is, I talked about how when they are transformed, the Sailor Starlight's uh, Sinchi uniforms essentially make them look like dominatrices. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, these school uniforms that they are wearing in their civilian identities are also heavily bondage themed. Yeah. There are a lot of big zippers. A lot of big zippers. <laughs> you know what they like? A lot of big zippers. Big rings on the zippers. They have to stay on brand. They 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 know what they like. Can't can't take that away from them. Nope. So the girls are all like, "What the fuck, you saw? You know him?" And she's like, "Yeah, he fucking and sucks." She's like, yeah, he sucks. Um, guess what? They're in the same class as the girls. These guys are high school freshmen. Yes. Which I. I forgot. Again, I remember that they come to the school, but I was thinking, well, they must be like seniors or something. Or No, these are high school freshmen, these boys. All right. Well, I mean, everybody's ages yeah. in the show is just whatever we needed to be for convenience. Except Mamo. <laughs> yeah, except, yeah, except Mamoru. Like here, we need them to be freshmen just so they're in the same room as, as right. the Senshi, so. Well, like, again, I remember the, the fucking... Uh, Uranus and Neptune, who were high school students in two seasons ago, but then the next time we see them, like, seem like fucking 30 year olds. <laughs> that own helicopters. Yeah, they have like a house. <laughs> right. They play them as so sophisticated. They, there's just, like, I remember being 19. Like, there was no one like that <laughs> at my college who was that, that together. They didn't have sponsors. So, you know, when you're a famous violinist and you're a famous uh, race car driver, you got sponsors. Uh, more parent money. Yeah, when you when you have those kind of lemon juggling skills, <laughs> God, the Jesus. world is your oyster. <laughs> Remember that? That was great. So, uh the the lights get sat around the room, one next to Mina, one next to 
uh, Makoto and one uh, Seiya, uh, obviously, right behind Usagi so he can call her bunhead and, and, and mess with her and shit. And she just gets angrier and angrier. Like, it is, it is so season one. It's very season one. <laughs> the parallels are hard, hard to miss. I mean, the audacity. The audacity that they're like, all right, look, we just blew up uh, her boyfriend. Let's do the <laughs> boyfriend story again. <laughs> they didn't really blow him up, though, did they? We'll see. <laughs> okay, okay, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I I guess like the best you could be hoping for at this point is like a a uh, what do you call it a um a Madeline Pryor situation where eventually they merge so it makes it makes it a little better or something like that. No, <laughs> uh, but I'm saying with say he does have options. You know he he covers the gamut of relationships in one person. Uh, can you imagine if they were so what they could do is they could like they could really like time travel trickery this where they're like okay listen Saya, i'm i'm gonna get with you all right and i'm gonna love you and i'm gonna marry you but you have to cut the ponytail you need to wear like <laughs> platform heels and you gotta start allowing me to call you mamo <laughs> it's endymion an imposter otherwise there's a paradox this is not going to work so this is the only way (laughs) wait 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 but then this means chibiusa is not actually mama's daughter so it's not as creepy that she's in love with her i don't know why i don't know where both of you are coming from with this (laughs) i didn't mean it wasn't creepy so uh they do a a, a break wait no there was a good bit i was gonna say they do a fun bit where say says to yusagi I want to, hey, I want to join a club. Uh, what do you think? Anything good? And she's like, what? One where, where it's super fun and you can sing and dance and there's lots of pastries and cute boys and they go to America and there's no such club. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like for some reason, I don't know why, but that struck me as like a very arrested development joke and I liked it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. And also like we get Minako at her like Minakoist. Like she's dialed up to 11 in the show this episode she's horny yeah like but violently horny (laughs) violently horny yeah she's like (laughs) come with me or like or else you are not wrong yeah it's a little (laughs) there but i'm like minako hold your tits (laughs) uh and with that i believe we have reached our act break Oh no! <laughs> I oh, it was bad. Yeah, it didn't work. It was rough. Uh, hey, Jordan. Yeah. If people like this show, and they would like to support this show, okay, all right, I'm with you. Uh, how would you suggest they go about that? Well. Probably the most straightforward way, the easiest way, the, the best way would be to go to patreon.com slash sailor business, sign up to be a patron of the show. Uh, it would be giving as little as a dollar a month to the show, but as much as $60,000 a month and various amounts in between. Basically, the money that you give goes to us making the show, making it possible, and 
we are super thankful to all of our patrons. Like it's incredibly generous of you to support it. And uh, yeah, we love our patrons. Very true. Very true. Uh, no new patrons since the last time we recorded, which was just a couple days ago. So that is fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, thank you to everyone. Uh, we've had another round of pins being sent out. So if you've been expecting one, it uh, is hopefully there now or should be there within the next couple of days. So thank you to everyone who's at that $15 level. But yeah, that's, that's great. That's that. Uh, let's let's get back to the show. This is all good content. Let's get back to the show. Stars. So we're back. <laughs> I just said yes. stars. What's the problem? You did no. I was waiting for you to start talking about the thing. So uh, we're back, and here's something you might not know about Seiya, since he's he's very new to the cast. His ponytail sucks. No, that is evident from the first time you see him. Uh, <laughs> he is super good at sports. Yes. Apparently being very thin and very pretty makes you very good at every single sport. Also, I'm doubly convinced now that these uh, these quote-unquote uniforms that they're wearing were dictated by like their record company because to play basketball, he just rolls up his sleeves with this fucking heavy school uniform. He doesn't even put on athletic clothes. This is a PR stunt to sell more records. Yes. They really don't want to go back to school. I'm surprised you're talking about the uniforms and not the fact that Seiya dunks by basically standing in midair <laughs> and floating to the hoop. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. He has senshi powers. Wait, are you saying you think he's using his sailor powers? I, I Probably. I mean, I, I don't know how nobody else notices, but like he can't be this strong and, and good with his frame. Without using some special occult powers. Well, here's my question. Is he using his sailor powers? Or is did he get his hands on that magic basketball that the Monstars had? I don't know what that means. It, and took and took all the all the basketball abilities of all of Earth's greatest basketball players. <laughs> really? Rolls to Space Jam in addition to Shaq Fu. Oh, this is Space Jam again. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're doing today. Oh, this is Space Jam again. We'll make a good episode title. <laughs> it could be. So, meanwhile, uh, Yaten's over here like... Ray's there again. Yaten's over here like, uh, say as a kid. And, uh, I cannot remember the tall one's name. Taiki. 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 And Taiki's like, I would rather go to Culture Club, which oh. I... Which oh. is... Oh. Didn't Culture Club have a hit in the 80s? Yes. <laughs> You're you talking about Boy George, you. of course. Rob, yes. He wants to join no, Culture no, Club. And no, no. Not- you spin me right around was Dead or Alive. Yeah, not, not that. Dead or Alive, yeah. Karma Chameleon. Karma Chameleon. Karma Chameleon, yeah. Same thing. Also, didn't they do Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? I thought that was a Boy George solo jam. but Oh, was maybe. it solo jam? Okay, sorry. Yeah, you might be right. I honestly don't know for sure. Culture Club. Apparently Culture Club's a real thing. So Minako is like, uh, oh, that's right. Culture Club. That's where you need to be. Not on a stupid sports team that's dumb and sucks. And she gets a flashing light over her head that says on the volleyball team, which is right. a very funny gag. Right. She's selling out her own dreams. Yeah. You hate to see it. 
And this Taylor um, Starfucker. <laughs> Jesus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Had to do it. Had to do it. <laughs> but also I, I paused it right at thirteen forty nine and it's her like menacing Taiki being seventy feet tall going, I will show you around. Yes. And that is what, what I picture when I say violently horny. Well, she doesn't hold back like the other girls in school. No, but she's like, I will punch you in the (laughs) face if you don't, like, do this thing I want you to do. So, like Jordan said, Ami's evaluation is she doesn't hold back like the other girls in school, (laughs) uh, which is a very good description of Minako. Which I guess, like, getting psychological about it is Ami going, I wish I was doing that. (laughs) I mean... That's what I'd do if I could. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Usagi gets called Bunhead again, and she gets mad again about Bunhead. They do this all over again. <laughs> and so Usagi ends up going outside with Seiya. But wait, right before that, I just want to say, like, it, this whole show is about the power of love, and Makoto and Rei and Ami are ready to beat her up for being mean to Seiya. Well, in their defense, well, obviously they shouldn't be like that, but in their defense, it is crazy because uh as we've always talked about on this show as we constantly are are reminding everyone being a great friend is usagi's superpower and this guy she is just like fuck this guy because she kind of likes him no yeah but, but anyways it's all like uteruses before uteruses like it's like <laughs> yeah we you don't not anymore do your best friend over a some random dude i'm very disappointed yeah same so he she takes him outside as you said yeah and he's like i'm gonna ch- try football because it's perfect for a cool guy like me uh and he ends up getting on the field and doing some sweet football moves before just being jim brown to fuck yeah yeah, like when he's dodging every single person, I'm sort of sitting there going, well, that's kind of fucked up because he's not wearing the heavy uniforms. Of course, he's faster than, than they are. Like he's not wearing any of the protective stuff. But then again, not wearing any of the protective stuff is how he is when he gets slammed. Yeah, he gets knocked down by the same. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to guess running back. I know zero things about football, but. But, you know, I did, I did co-write a graphic novel about a football player, so... I know less about football than you do. He's the tackling uh, guy. All I know is he's the captain. Yes. He's what? The uh, captain, the tackling guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think anybody who's near the person tackles people, right? Oh, I, I know how to say first down. <laughs> I, I don't either, honestly. First down, I say that. Oh, well done. Can you, can you tell that we're a bunch <laughs> of people who watch anime? <laughs> This is the same guy that uh, Nizu was watching back at Ginga TV. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he offers him a spot on the team right then yeah. and there. Uh, because he really gave my guys a run for their money out there. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. And Seiya's like, I'm in. He's like, it's so easy compared to running from fans. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, he does say that, and it, which is, first of all, lame. But second of all, it's like you have a full time gig, don't you? You're going to be on the football team now. 
But again, you're right. This is a publicity stunt. Yeah. And Usagi's like, hey, why would you join this guy when he just like knocked the shit out of you on the field? And uh, in the subs, uh, Seiya goes, you wouldn't understand, Bunhead. But I believe in the in the dub, and maybe maybe you should cut this out because I'm not 100 percent sure. But I think he says I wouldn't expect a girl to understand. Oh no, that's the vibe. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Like, in the subs too. You, your little brain, little miss, can't wrap your mind around it. Like this is a macho thing, mm-hmm. so you're not gonna get it. Yeah. So what happens is, uh, you know, you know that thing at football practice where. Uh, you have a, a big, nice practice, and then the entire team, except the captain, goes inside, and the captain goes by himself to the outdoor sink and washes his head in the sink. Uh-huh. It, I've, you see it in every game. <laughs> That's what's happening. So he's by himself washing his face on the outdoor sink, and uh, then uh, up comes Nezu being like, hey, I'm here from the the TV station that interviewed you, and I'm here to do a different interview with you. Yeah. She, she she is complimenting his nice muscles, and oh, she's not complimenting them. She's rubbing yeah, up against like, them. I was like, "Stop rubbing the teenager." Yes, please. He is a freshman in high school. Stop rubbing him. How old is Nezu supposed to be? She's pretty small and childlike, for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like an orphan kind of thing where she's actually like thirty five years old. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Chris. My answer is going to be skewed. I, I don't know that we can accurately say this. Chibi was 900 years old. That's true. And memory is 45. <laughs> now! Now memory is 45. Happy birthday to memory Darian Shields Chiba. Uh, it's not his birthday. And Dimian. But... Anyway. So she whips off her gangster outfit, and now she is Sailor Iron Mouse. And immediately, this very large man sees this tiny woman with, like, cute mouse ears and like a little furry sailor color and is like you monster and like runs at her (laughs) takes a fucking run you wouldn't do that that's not what you do i mean i I mean look in his defense he does live in sailor moon where uh he's probably the one guy who's like yeah have you guys noticed that everybody's comatose all the time like shit's just exploding all the time Someone should do something. He's like, I know how well, he's. It ends. doesn't work. And he gets turned. Yeah, he 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 gets uh, a little flower blossoms out of his forehead, and his star seed comes out. Thankfully, Usagi sees this and ducks behind a wall to transform, and we get her her nice little transformation sequence again. Yeah, she does moon eternal makeup, and uh, then we cut back, and Sailor Iron Mouse is distraught because this star seed is not the one she was looking for. It is faded out. And it's pretty funny because, so again, as they explained last time, if the star seed fades out, the person's going to turn into a phage, a monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so Usagi does her whole speech, rather Sailor Moon does her whole speech and is like, I will punish you. And Sailor Iron Mouse is just like, yeah, I'm I'm done. I don't, you can do whatever you want. I'm, I'm out of here. Like, this isn't, I don't care anymore. Bye. Which I think is funny. Yeah. Like, Usagi just keeps showing up when it no longer matters. And then we get Sailor Banana Hammock <laughs> as the phage. Yeah. This football player. I forgot. Yeah. Like, why don't you describe him? It's, it's, it's literally a banana hammock. 
So he's still very strong and muscly. Yeah. But now he's bright pink. Yeah. He's wearing a black leather or latex banana hammock with a half skirt yeah. coming out the yeah, butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. For no reason. For no reason. Um, the top looks more normal sailorish, but then he gets giant anime girl eyes as well. He does have the big anime girl eyes that are like it's it's incredible. I don't want to say the top yeah. is normal. He, I mean, it's more more normal than the skirt. There's no shirt. It's it's a shoulder draping. Uh, uh it's basically the, the the shoulders of Sailor Moon's outfit and the bow of Sailor Moon's outfit and nothing else. Uh, oh, it's wearing the nipples, so I'm happy. Right, and 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 he has tiny little wings. Those are adorable. The, this, and I want to go back to the skirt coming out of the because he is wearing a speedo, and the skirt is not coming out above the speedo like it's, you it's, all might it's think. It's like lace trim on the speedo. Yeah, it's coming out of the the leg holes. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. And again, he's bright pink. Bright pink. Um, sailor guts. Mhm. You know why? Because a man's appeal is in his blood, sweat, and guts. Uh, speaking of sweat, he pulls out a bunch of giant sweat drops and throws them, and they explode because we're 174 episodes into this, and at this point, why not? <laughs> we're out of ideas. sweat attack. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's pretty nasty. Yes, and that is... it's. It's acid, though. Like, it eats a hole in the ground. Yes. Uh, and so the rest of the Senshi show up, and uh, they're trying to deal with this guy, but he keeps exploding his sweat everywhere. That's a, a superpower that would not be seen again until, uh, until Ecstatics, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Did they steal that from this? I think so. No, 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 I'm kidding. You I'm heard kidding, it here first, folks. Peter Milligan <laughs> no. and Michael Ray just ripping off Naoko Takeuchi left and right. <laughs> uh, so. And then. Those are finger snaps. Yeah, I got it. Yes. We were letting you. We were letting Wait, you go. So, Yes, very good. Very yeah, good. yeah. The, that's the the sailor starlights make their their finger snapping appearance. Are they? Yeah, they are. I, yeah. I, you know, I didn't even notice they have microphones on, but they do. They're wearing their microphones. Uh, hey, Chris. Yes, I have a question about the starlights that we so did do not. I. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question that you can answer. Okay. Uh, that we didn't talk about last time. You watched the dub. Yes. Tell me about the voice situation. Uh, for the transformation wise i do uh, i have been watching the blu-rays and i do believe that the voice actresses they affect at the very least like a slightly more like flat sort of laconic delivery when they're in their civilian identities and are obviously like much more much uh bigger and and, and brasher in the sure. the sailor senshi uh, identity so it kind of has the effect of making the voices if this is not like actively what they're doing making their voices seem a little bit deeper when they're uh in their civilian identities okay so it's, it's so it's it's an actress who plays an, an actress plays one, uh, the, like Seiya. yes and 
and then also plays Sailor Starfighter, just doing a different voice. Yes, it's the same the, uh, the same actresses throughout. Okay. Uh, it's Melissa Hutchinson as uh, Seiya, Erica Harlicker uh, as uh, Taiki, uh, who you might know from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, or Kill la Kill, according to this Den of Geek article that I'm reading. Who does she play in Kill la Kill, does it say? I have no idea. Yaten is uh, Sarah Williams, uh, who has also done work on uh, Madoka Magica and Sword Art Online. Cool. So yeah, it's it's the same actresses doing uh, all the voices throughout. That's neat. Okay. I watched the um the the last episode of this one, and I thought it was really well done because, like you said, it's like slightly different, but it never feels like they're like putting on a voice. Yeah. When like civilian. It's definitely not like overly affected or like super over the top in a way that i think would come off as pretty rough <laughs> given the mm-hmm. uh given the subject matter but they are uh it is like a slight change more in delivery than in voice i think uh i have actually not watched any of these episodes with the original audio uh so is it is it essentially the same in the the japanese audio as well yeah i think so like i can tell that it's the same voice actress um, and they do yeah. have that a slight difference, but it's kind of like the same thing. They're not doing like a deep voice. It's just a slightly different way of talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Sailor Star Lights show up with their dumb <laughs> microphones that I hate. They're bedazzled headset mics. But they disappear. Uh, like you see They do disappear. They it, like they're there in the close-ups. Yeah. And then they go away really oh that's even worse yeah yeah it's very weird um and then we get Deanna, do you want to talk about the attack that we get because this is the one that i had was like i feel like i knew this was coming <laughs> but i still had to stop the show and 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 go back and make sure of course so at you know start fight i mean i'm sorry maker um who is probably the worst starlight um, uses um, her special attack called Star Gentle Uterus to burn Oof. this guy's face off. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think, sorry, I, I she must be blowing the, the sweat drop yes. back at him, right? Yes, she does. Yes. Okay. And then it just... So the uterus <laughs> attack doesn't actually burn people. I mean, have you had a uterus? Sometimes it feels like... <laughs> That's what they do. I have never had a uterus, no. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, you don't want to. Um, But yes, so literally, it it sounds cool, but the attack itself is kind of meh. Like, she's just holding a star and, like, throwing it. And yes, the flex, the acidic uh, sweat back into Sailor Guts' face. So then the, yes. Uh, So Chris, what are your thoughts? I I don't want to say that's, like, a bad name for an attack. Okay, good. I you think it's a great name. But I do think it's an unusual name for an attack. It's, it's unexpected, I guess. And it's so different from all the other ones. Like, yeah, Sirius Laser doesn't really make much sense, but it has its own kind of weird internal logic, like all the other attacks from Sailor Moon. But, like, Uterus is so, like, strange. To me, it's also like saying, like, attacking with, like, funny toenail like it's just such a like a weird thing so i'm just looking it up really quick it it does come from the manga yes um so this is uh this is a a uh takeuchi creation yeah i don't know what do you think like i guess is the thinking 
with this name well i'm playing with with gender stuff so let's just throw in the word uterus it's weird because like they don't really touch on it in any other way like they just kind of like ignore it except for this one thing i do think that there is something to be said for the fact that like all of the attack names in this season so far have been like pretty buck wild like uh starlight honeymoon therapy kiss starlight honeymoon therapy kiss is actually a if you get right down to it a weirder (laughs) attack name than star gentle uterus or at least Uh, weird at least for me like therapy heals you and like you know you go to therapy to heal and she heals there's some sort of thing but like what do you do when you throw a uterus at somebody like honeymoon kiss is is like it's the kind of stuff it's like in the sailor moon imagery ballpark like you know love and justice like it's you know she does honeymoon kiss attack okay sure and then like like deanna was saying like therapy being healing and i feel like that it follows we don't know that much about these characters but like star gentle uterus is a is a very surprising thing to hear ever and also uterus is not easy to say in japanese Hmm. so they have to like put a lot of effort to use uterus do they have an uh sound it's more the um i think t and r's because like yeah like it's just it's more like you that she goes like you do this and it's it's not as easy so like i just i don't know the whole thing just is very strange and very like one-off-ish like it really stands out uh, for an attack well apparently it will appear more than once well yes (laughs) yeah so uh i think the only thing that really sets them apart is that starlight honeymoon therapy kiss is a verb and that's the one thing it's got (laughs) oh really i think of it as a a noun No, but I mean, like, it is, it can be a verb. There is no verb in Star Gentle Uterus. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> I do wonder, like, you know how the season one attacks, uh, when they were brought over to the American version, like, it was like Mars Fire Ignite or, or Jupiter Oh, Thunder I can Crash. answer this. I know the answer to this. Okay. Because, again, it's from the manga, and the manga was translated back in the day. Uh, and back in the day, it says, they called this Star Gentle Creator. Okay, I can, oh. I can see that. Okay. He's maker. I mean, mm-hmm. she is Sailor Star maker. So I guess maker, mm-hmm. creator, and uterus going to go together. Yeah, okay. That actually that actually really does change it for me. Because, like, that makes it, like, not to, not to say that, you know, I, again, I don't think it's a bad attack name. And I think, like, you know, there's a lot of, of good imagery associated with uh, the uterus that can be used. But, yeah, like. Making it a a like creation thing and not just a random buddy part name <laughs> yes. is is makes a little more sense for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, that that all follows. Yeah. You have solved the puzzle. Thank you. Yeah. So, so he gets uh, therapy kissed and it's beautiful. No, 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 no. You left out the part where the starlights throw serious shade at all the scouts. You're right. That's very important. The starlights are just like. Yeah, that's the best you guys can do. You fucking, you guys are pitiful. You guys suck. At which point I'm like, do you, did you guys already forget last episode when you were like, holy shit, she was way more powerful than I thought. That being said, 
in their in their defense, uh, the other scouts are a bit useless right now. <laughs> the other scouts are kind of there for show right now. Yes. So just Sailor Moon is important. She does the therapy kiss. The football player's fine. And the uh, starlights are gone. They ghosted. And so that the 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 football player turns back into a football player and is no longer a uh, pink Sailor Moon. And uh, that is that that's the end of that adventure. So we cut to Fruit Pallor. Yes. Where Usagi is drawing a little old comic. Now, Jordan, as a professional comic book editor, what do you think? Give, give her some notes because you sure gave me some. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, I'm going to need some help uh, from our listeners. She draws a Luna cartoon, which honestly, her drawing is better than I expected. Usagi's it's, drawing. It's not me. terrible. And the other thing I was being like, that girls are being really mean because that's clearly Luna. Oh, clearly Cle- Luna. Clearly. They're just being jerks right now. <laughs> but I want to read this Luna cartoon and they don't translate it. I would say my biggest complaint is that she, uh, rather than, you know, doing it as like a forcoma strip, which is like four panels top to bottom, or uh-huh. like a manga style strip which is read right to left or an american style comic strip which should be read left to right she does it reading clockwise yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a weird choice thing is written like that yeah see i assumed that must be a thing some in somewhere or else she wouldn't have done it this way but maybe they just had her do it because that's just how they do it in the moon kingdom <laughs> Probably. everything is spirals so, so wait, here's it, what we got i it's what sorry it's like did that fish grow legs in panel four no, no. I so panel one, Luna is is drooling over a fish. Uh, panel two, she bites the fish. Panel three, she makes a horrified face, and then panel four, she's unhappy and looking at the fish. I assume the fish is rotten, or oh no, I just got it. Okay. I think those are her teeth stuck in the fish. Oh. oh. I think her teeth yeah. came out. She and... broke her teeth up on the fish? Yeah, I really want to know what the lines are. So, fans, if you can help us out, if you speak Japanese, um, apparently it's written read in Japanese. real simple language. If you read Japanese, <laughs> apparently it's written in a very simple language. If you could tell us what these uh, panels say, I would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, it's all hiragana. Yeah, they do make fun of her for it very badly. The only thing I can read is the first panel. The second word is sakana, which is fish. <laughs> so that doesn't help. Um, and then the third panel is her just going, ah! <laughs> so, yeah. I, yes. I am very tempted to make one of these our next pin. Uh, well, we didn't draw these. Oh, I but mean, it's great. The little childish style drawing. I would, I will create a fake email address and like sign up to be a patron twice to get that. I mean, you, you wouldn't have to do that. You could just Stay why would you? Yeah. Why would you? I mean, or, no. Everyone <laughs> become a patron twice. Do that. Because I want to help that Jordan thing. get a new computer. He deserves oh. a new computer. All right. All and, right. I'll take it. And that's the end of the episode. We get a comedy take from Luna to close things out. Hooray! I feel like I learned a lot from this episode. Oh, so uh, let's let's talk about what we've learned from 
this episode of Sailor Moon. Deanna, we'll start with you. It's time for Sailor Business Says. What life lesson did you learn from this episode? Oh, I don't know if it's a life lesson, but I learned that TA Academy has like no attendance requirements because Ray just hangs out at their school every single day. We we know that Ray runs that place. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no, she can just hang out at a different school all day, every day, and nothing happens. And uh, also I learned that if you try hard enough, you can use your sweat as a biological weapon. Nice. So that's, I mean, that's a fact. Away, yeah, I mean, if you want to keep the creeps away, just don't wear deodorant for a while. And you will be left alone. Love it. Jordan, what did you learn from this episode? I learned if somebody fucking clobbers the shit out of you, they've earned your loyalty and respect and you should join them. That's how I learned your loyalty and respect. <laughs> I clobbered the shit out of you. You clobbered the shit out of me? There you go. You got Aww. there. This is an abusive relationship. Like yeah. What are you, nephrite? <laughs> Yeesh. Um, hey, what'd you learn? Uh, I learned that everyone who, if you come to something late, don't feel bad. Because even if you're number 1606, you could be number 2909. And even if you're number 25, no one cares. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Ami. No one cares. Should we have, should we have, like, given all of our, uh, all of our listeners, like, assigned numbers of, like, how awesome and cool they are? Everyone's number is 69. Nice. Or 420, depending on, on which you prefer. <sighs> I, yeah, I mean, this episode uh, definitely is not not as good as last one. I have no. to say, I like last one yes. better. Uh, this one feel more filler-ish. Well. I did love the phage. The phage is amazing. Sure. But, yeah, I, like, I don't like sports, so the sports stuff didn't touch me. But it's, and it was kind of annoying to see all the season one stuff again with, like, her and Seiya. Um. But, you know, it's good. It's it's nice to see them kind of, like, get back into the swing of things. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the the sports stuff is definitely filler-ish. It, it is a, an episode that has a big, important plot point, which is that the Starlights have joined their, their school. Um, but, yeah, not as good as last episode. Still fun, but not as good as last one. Yeah, uh, I think we're, we're firmly back in filler territory now, and so we're back to the point where someone is like, oh, I need to pull out something from... We need to find one specific, very important thing that is hiding in a person. So I'm just going to randomly fucking rip shit out of people for a while, which they have been doing for five years. <laughs> yeah. Do, do we even know what criteria I, I know what she's looking for, but do we know what, how she's choosing these people? I think she was watching TV. So full uh, Met. Full well, Met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's literally like, oh, I guess uh, people that are strong or they're good at what they do, they have a you know brilliant star seed, so they must have, you know, the heart crystal or the mirror. It's kind of like the same BS. So like, there's a lot of stuff just clunking around inside of everybody's chests. Yeah, everybody got a mirror, <laughs> a crystal, some star seeds, just Damn. all kinds of bullshit in there. Yep. I mean, I, listen, I don't mind because I love Mimet. So give me, give me yeah. a Mimet Junior. That's fine. Actually, yeah, she's she is very mimetic. I actually quite liked the episode. Uh, although I think the the starlights so far are 
they're weird characters, not for any of the like gender reasons, but because like, yeah, we're basically doing, we put Memoru on a plane and now we have Memoru <laughs> again. It's kind of like when uh, we have three Memorus because in each of us, there are three Memorus. Uh Oh, yeah. So it's it, it. I think it's less like when when Jean Grey was dead and and Cyclops got with uh, Madeline Pryor, and a little bit more like when uh, Mary Jane went on a plane and uh, vanished, and then everybody kept trying to make Peter Parker go out with uh, Gwen Stacy's cousin Jill. But that's a deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. All right, so I think that's it. Uh, Deanna, where can everybody find you online should you wish to be found? Um, you can find me on Twitter if you want to, but again, I only tweet at Sailor Business, and that's about it. Um, it's D-I-A-H-N-A. So phonetically spelling my name, R-E-S-T-R-Y. Um, same handle on Instagram, where I post makeup pictures and all the beer stuff that I do and all the breweries I visit um, and uh, funny pictures of my cats. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Um, we are on Twitter at Sailor Business and I am on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. Our producer, Jake Mason, is on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. Not only does he edit our show, he also works on a ton of other shows, many of which he appears on his actual self so you should check that out and follow him how about you chris uh and please say thank you to jake because he he had a lot of work to do on this one no he didn't cut anything out so it's fine very 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 sleepy folks very punch drunk folks uh everybody can find me by going to the-isb.com uh that is where you can find links to my presence on the bad website twitter uh, as well as the things that I write online and uh, that you can purchase at your local comic book store. Uh, if you are, by the way, in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, I will be appearing at the Greensboro Comic Con for in uh, in September. So it's right down the road. So presumably you will have seen me uh, at some point. But uh, if you haven't, come say hi. Uh, excellent. That does it. We will be back next time for uh, our next episode which is called Become an Idol Minako's Ambition and until then keep your mind on sailor business Sailor